0: Good evening. You're listening to the Vacuous Podcast, and this is Suck My Tober. Enjoy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, Jesus. Me, hey everybody, welcome back to the Vacuers Podcast, where we talk about vacuum things, random stuff, and everything in between. My name's Theo. I'm Kathy.
2: I'm Daniel. I'm Blaze. And I'm Ian. Hey, welcome,
1: welcome Ian. Welcome.
0: Our executive producer, the big boss man, who's not... Our boss man anymore, but still is our boss man. But it's not, but He is, but he's not.
1: He runs the show.
0: He listens. <laughs> I
2: listen.
1: He listens and gives feedback, unlike anybody else. Facts. <laughs>
2: Facts.
1: Tweeted us, Ian.
2: <laughs> you you don't have Twitter, a Twitter now. now. <laughs> I do have a Twitter. Yeah, maybe I'll try that one these days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, cool. All right, second week, second October. Tonight's theme: Chukan. True crime.
3: Crop tops. I was going to say crop tops.
0: Crop tops <laughs> and true crime. Mm-hmm. They go hand in hand. Right. They do. When have you ever seen a crime happen without a crop top present? Never. Exactly.
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, how's your week, been? <laughs> <laughs> It's been fantastic. I hung out with my friends on Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it was fun. I really missed him. I hadn't seen him in three months. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Other than that, it was just work though. So
0: boring. Yeah.
1: Pee-pee-poo-poo. Pee-pee-poo-poo check. Mm-hmm. That's it.
0: I
4: can't say it again.
1: Go, go for
4: it. I guess I had a good week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a good week. I, I've been in a good mood all week. Um, I've had a lot of fun just like playing video games, watching movies.
2: Wow,
1: look like just being so, happy. What's What's up, Mike? I like how he's happy in one room playing video games, and I'm having, a, like, a mental breakdown <laughs> in my room. Wow. Ten
3: feet away. That was literally last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird getting Snapchats from both of y'all at the exact same time. Like, one of y'all is crying, and the other one's just, like, top of their head. Nothing else. <laughs> so uh, what can I say? Oh,
1: what can I say? Mm. We're a dynamic duo
0: really represents the uh, duality of man. Yeah,
3: truly. We are the duality of man. Ah, yes. Love it.
1: We try. We love to see
0: it.
3: Blaze, how was your week? It was fun. It was just like in a normal week. Nothing special, nothing different. Just normal week. You played with cheese today. <laughs> I did play with cheese today, yeah. We fucking hate you.
1: <laughs>
3: Could have done worse. There's I mean, I guess, <laughs> but like it was still pretty bad Like I didn't throw it at a TV or anything Right, but <laughs> you left a bunch of cheese in my yard It's for the cats At least he's not like
1: playing with fire anymore
3: True Facts Progress, so. we call that growth <laughs> Hey, real quick though, who looked up uh <laughs> on That was you, you don't remember?
0: Kathy? how was your week? My week <laughs> was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> mm. Were you? I had a lot of heavy stuff kind of go on this week. Personal, also in work. I had a breakdown at work yesterday. It's fine. I cried. But I'm okay now because this morning I cleaned up my depression room. Nice. And I rearranged it. Nice. It looks great. And, you know, I just, I'm just i feeling, I wouldn't say like out of the woods <laughs> oh quite yet, God. but we're getting there and I see the path and we're
1: on our way. Hey. That's cool. I'm really proud of you. Thank you so much. You're killing Beautiful
4: Linda. analogy. Thank you that was ian how was your year two years since we've seen you
2: uh let's just go for the week i had a good week <laughs> i guess um yeah and no, i had a couple friends from uh the Weatherford days come up to visit us <gasps> so i actually took a little bit of time off this past week wow um, sick invite that should yeah. have been us <laughs> it, well yeah should have been but you guys didn't come so was uh, yeah it's good because it kind of, uh, you know, it actually forces you to go out and do some of the cool stuff in the area. So, you got to do some of the, the things I like to do up here and then check out some new areas. Fine. Hit up a couple, quite a few breweries, which I would have never done without uh, friends coming up. So, that was a good time.
0: Did you get wasted?
2: Didn't get wasted. Uh, no. Shame. <laughs> I was driving. You? There's a lot of driving. I've never fished, never done good. that. Before, I don't blame you. Yeah, okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to touch some stuff gooey, maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Not for me. Can right. I
1: just say that I've been fishing like 5 times and I've never caught anything.
4: I caught one once and I was just like okay, cool. That's Not a worth fish. It. And just threw it back? Simply not worth
0: it. I grew up fishing. Like, my dad was really big into fishing and hunting and wanted me to do all these things. He also wanted to name me Hunter. He really wanted me to be a boy. Anyway. (laughs) um, Fishing's boring as shit. And I've caught plenty of fish. And
3: it's just not...
1: Plentyoffish.com.
3: Plentyoffish.com. It's just not the vibe. I feel like it's like a meditation thing for, like, middle-aged men you yeah, just kind of you like could do other things sit in silence stare drink. at water think like well, they do normally do that i'll so. so yeah.
0: we'll drink sit in silence stare at the water and also fish i don't know yeah. maybe it's a talk to your
4: significant thing. other instead of making memes about how much you hate them oof i don't I know middle age not boomers
0: <laughs> See my dad doesn't even know how to log on to a computer so <laughs> don't <laughs> don't comfort him like that
1: Ice fishing, though. That looks
0: fun. Shit, that looks cold. That looks fun. <laughs> Not fun, cold. I just want to... Because
1: you can drink till you're warm. Cool. And... Didn't look at it like that. Ice skate.
4: <laughs> and you can use, like, a chainsaw to cut a
0: hole in the ice. You just want to use a chainsaw on ice. Yeah. You don't want to actually <laughs> fish. No. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Alright, cool. True crime. True crime. People, People died. Yep. People have died. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Daniel? Stinky. Can I go I, first. Are we doing the same episode? Yeah. Okay. You go first. So let me go first. Super shorter. short. And then we can close it out with a banger, which is yours. Okay. All right. So this week, I'm talking about Tyler Hadley and uh, his killer party. Huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys will get it. You guys will get it. I don't <laughs> think that's
1: allowed.
0: <laughs> it's funny. That's a really good joke. Anyway. Okay. Happened in Florida. So let me just go ahead and say that. That makes sense. Uh, On July 16th, 2011, in Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, where Tyler Hadley had murdered his parents, Blake and Mary Jo Hadley. Right? Shortly before 5 p.m., Tyler took his parents' cell phones... He took three pills of ecstasy, and then he went to stand behind his mother, Mary Jo, while she was at the family computer for five minutes. He then began to beat her to death with a hammer. Fuck. Right?
3: Damn. Hearing Mary Jo's
0: screams, Blake emerged from the bedroom and rushed to the scene and saw Tyler. They stared at each other for several moments before he began to beat the shit out of his dad, too.
1: Oh.
0: He then... Spent three hours cleaning up the blood before hosting a party.
1: Oh. He
0: hid the bodies in the master bedroom. Uh, so sometime after the murders, Tyler made a Facebook post letting people know that he was having a giant party. Uh, he stopped at an ATM, picked up some friends, and then later about 60 people ended up at the party.
4: Wait, <laughs> so he killed his parents first and mm-hmm. then was like, hey, guys. I'm having a party. Yes. And sixty people showed up. And sixty people showed up. Dude, we plan our parties like a month ahead, and, and five maybe five people, people showed up.
0: up,
1: and that's us. <laughs>
3: that's not fair. <laughs> I'm what? pissed, honestly.
1: What year did this take? 2011. Okay. 2020.
3: So I remember pandemic. this reading about this.
1: I was yeah. way too young to be reading about it. And also, I, I
0: read another article, uh, just like for some more background and some fun things. Uh, I guess if you could call them fun but the article started like you knew it was going to be a huge party because no one had ever heard of the kid that was throwing it so like he didn't even have like friends he was fucking weird but he messaged one of the jock guys at the school who like kind of talked to him or whatever and then he invited his friends and then that's how that happened it's just like mm, like Fred the movie yeah exactly Fred uh, the movie
1: uh-huh. yes <laughs> <No>.
0: um <laughs> <laughs> So then, yeah, so 60 people ended up at the party playing beer pong, smoking cigars, and drinking. Uh, that night, Tyler told his best friend, Michael, uh, that he bludgeoned his parents with a hammer, and he showed Michael the master bedroom and the blood that was in the room. So then immediately, he calls the cops. Back. D- th- no, okay. Respect. No <laughs> um, so then, eventually, news of the crime spread <laughs> by word of mouth, and Hadley was arrested early the next morning. So, boom. Uh, So, Tyler was 17 at the time uh, and could not be sentenced to death by Florida law. But in 2014, he was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. And then in April of 2016, his sentencing was overturned by an appeal judge who stated the lower court did not consider the correct alternatives to a life sentence. And then in December 2018, Hadley was resentenced To life in prison, but this time with the possibility of parole.
1: Uh, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Oh, no. That doesn't make sense.
1: Nope. And he's
0: currently in prison in the Okeechobee (laughs) Correctional Institution.
4: (laughs) I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Okay, so he's still got life. But with the possibility of parole? Right. But why, though?
0: but for why though He's
4: literally a family annihilator. Like
1: Okay.
0: It's Florida for you, you um, know. I guess. So were his parents
1: like abusive? No, so his parents were like
0: just really strict. Okay. Um he was very much like an outsider boy, you know. Hated his mm-hmm. fucking parents was the big thing. But just then, have your fucking emo phase, dude. Right. Like all the rest <laughs> of us did. Um But he he would always talk to his best friend, Michael, about how he really wanted to, like, he would, like, joke uh, of, oh, hey, I want to throw this huge party, blah, 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 blah. I just have to kill my parents first. And then Michael would be like, haha, for sure, dude. And then he just done and did it. And then he did it. And then he did it. Okay, Tyler. Yeah. So, on my last slide, like, that's the gist of the story. It's not, like, a huge crime story, but I just think it was a wild of like all the random parties that I went to in high school There could have been some dead parents in those <gasps> bedrooms And that scares the shit out of me
1: I didn't go to high school parties <laughs> Daniel, did you go to any?
4: Uh, no, I went to like local house shows And then got wasted <laughs> on the
3: weekends I went to local house shows Yeah, <laughs> that was cool Same <laughs> You? Nope
0: Ian, did you ever go to high school parties?
2: Nah, I was a loser in high school <laughs> that, that makes sense That checks out <laughs>
0: Okay, well, sorry. Um, but I also have some really fun... Fun? Fun. <laughs> uh, just some fun convos between uh, him and some of his friends surrounding the party uh, that I think they found on his like Facebook Messenger before the party took place. Uh, so one is between Tyler and Antonio. And Tyler says, Sup, bruh.
4: Uh, just oh no. first off, I'm not coming. Thanks. Antonio
0: says, chillin'. What are you doing tonight? Tyler. Trying to have a party in my crib. <laughs> Antonio. Your parents ain't home? Tyler. Nope. They leaving soon.
1: <gasps> oh, going to This
0: world. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. And then another one. Between Matt and Tyler. Matt says, did you do it? <gasps> Facts. What the fuck? Tyler said, no, but I'm gonna. Matt said, bet. (laughs) You really should now. Do it. And Tyler said, don't worry. I am. Then I'm having a party. And then Matt said, yeah, party time, (gasps) n-word. Oh, no. Matt's white. Matt's
1: white as shit. So. So. So did Matt get charged with yeah, anything? Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
4: I feel nope. like this kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with the girl who conveys her boyfriend to
0: commit suicide. Means, right? yeah. I thought the same thing. They What's didn't say name? anything about about Matt.
3: The charge would be aiding and abetting. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: That's fucked up. Did you, ugh. did you do it? Yeah, not a single thing
0: was I able to find about Matt. So That's creepy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really creepy.
1: Not yet, but they leave in soon. <gasps> what? Where? I mean, what? Where are they going? Where are they going?
0: Dead. They're going dead.
1: Dude, I wonder what the people at the party were thinking after the news came out.
0: Uh, I think they all shit their pants.
1: Mm, probably. I would have gone to therapy. For so, sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: <laughs> at least you didn't, you didn't see the room. His best friend, Michael.
2: Michael, yeah. Happy was old. probably fucked up for a little bit.
1: Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
2: Did he give any reason for why he threw a party? Like, was he just trying to, uh, I don't know, what, what was the motive there?
0: I He was really just trying to be cool and wanted to throw a party.
2: What year but did he Project so, like, X come out?
0: Oh, that's a good question. But,
3: was there a dead body in the, one of the rooms?
0: No, but I think that would have been the motivator for why he wanted to throw a giant party.
3: Oh, I feel like Project X came out. 2012. 2012.
1: I, yeah.
2: So, so there, there okay. is a uh, so there's a movie uh, it's a hitchcock movie uh called rope where it's like the whole premise of it is that two two kind kidding. of um guys who think like they're really clever and they're really smart they come up with an idea um to kill somebody oh um which they end up doing they kill them and they stuff them in like a chest in their apartment Uh, And then they throw a party and they have like a teacher that comes over that they kind of got the idea from. They have a whole bunch of other people that are just, um, you know, I think they even kind of say like, they mention the guy who they kill and a lot of people like, Oh, where is he? They invite his fiance over and all this (laughs) other stuff. So there's like some echoes of that. Um, like, I think it all kind of circled around like the idea of like, um, the superman like kind of that not everyone's equal that some of us are superior than others damn uh, so think? that's the thing like when you're telling a story that reminded me the most of it i just didn't know if that guy maybe had seen that movie he didn't seem like the type that would be watching like early 1940s Hitchcock films yeah <laughs> to know. me he
0: seemed very much like Florida white trash, <laughs> so I don't think he was studying Hitchcock at any point in time. <laughs> but he's also, like, the outsider
4: kid. Like, he had to ask the jock to invite everybody else, and they invited other people. So, like, I mean, it's possible True, that, like, this possible. Tyler kid maybe had a poster of the movie Funny Games behind him.
0: <laughs> you never know. They were
3: drinking bush light. There's no way. I mean... Yeah, uncultured, first off. <laughs> Bush-like, get the
4: fuck out. Maybe they sat there and drank Moscow mules. We don't know.
0: <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's, so that's uh, Tyler Hadley. And I've always wanted to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that story, because I remember... I don't even remember where I heard it from. Probably
4: Facebook, because I think that's where I heard it. Yeah, from. and I was
0: like, yo, what? That's crazy. Uh, and then I never really actually did any research on it until now. So, found out a lot.
1: I think I read, like, a Daily Mail article.
0: Oh, so <laughs> maybe on, that's
3: it. I'm on Daily Mail right now. Really? Looking at it, yeah. <gasps> um, he had apparently been thinking about it for, like, three weeks prior. Mm-hmm. But, like, right before then, he was thinking about just killing himself instead.
0: Ooh. Well, nobody wants to throw a party after that. <laughs>
3: I don't know how you could. <laughs> hey guys, party at my place. Everyone come.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who's um, gonna be
0: there to answer the door? You're not just
3: the walking? parents?
0: Marth? The parents?
1: <laughs> Oh, facts. What if the yeah, parents I guess are the parents like, yeah, would be there. Let's fuck it up. <laughs> Throw a party. <laughs> I mother? feel like
4: maybe...
3: You, you said the parents were strict?
1: Yeah.
0: Parents were super strict. In
3: Florida? Aye. According to the same Daily Mail article, he told a bunch of lies about his parents, too. So... That makes more sense. not have been strict, and he may have just lied to his friends about it.
4: I feel like his parents... In Florida we're probably like Margaritaville type parents. <laughs>
3: if you live in Florida, it's either white trash or Margaritaville. Yeah. Sometimes a mixture of both. If you had or the space. Or do you come from
0: like old money, retired old money? Yeah. Yeah. But I think if you had the
4: space to host like a sixty person party, you're probably Margaritaville.
0: Was he one of those ones in Florida that had like the pool in the backyard and then it, but it was like enclosed in because that shit was sick? No. <laughs> That's all
1: I want in life. The only place I've seen it
0: is Florida, so I guess I'm moving
1: there.
0: Yeah. With the Gators. With the
4: Gators. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. So okay. So I'm covering the Jonestown massacre. Technically, I'm covering more of Jim Jones than I am the actual Jonestown massacre because there's not a whole lot that happened at the massacre well, in yeah. Guyana. Was, There's a lot more... They got thirsty, they die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's more that happened with Jim Jones and the lead-up to Jamestown. Okay. Than the actual Origins. Jamestown Massacre. Yeah. So Jim Jones born Where does
1: uh, the Kool-Aid man play into this? <laughs> what does he have to do with it? Actually, it, it was Flavor-Aid. Um, so... <laughs> Get the fuck out of here!
4: So the Kool Aid Man. There were people um, in Guyana and Jonestown that said, "I don't want to do this." Oh no! And he said, "Oh "Oh, yeah." yeah.
1: Okay,
4: thanks. And they were like, "Okay, you're right." Fuck (laughs) it. So Jim Jorn, Jim Jones, born
3: (laughs) Jim Jorn, born Jon you're doing I don't like great, the headphones.
4: <laughs> <laughs> born James Warren Jones on May 13th, 1931, in Crete, Indi- Indiana, to James Thurman Jones and his mother, Lynetta Putnam. Yeah, that uh, was
0: the same year you were born, right? 31?
4: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> James Thurman Jones was Lynetta's fourth husband because she was the very, like, Uppity, very shitty, kind of took advantage of all of all of her husbands. She's a black lady. widow, sort not a black widow, but she like as soon as the husband outlived their usefulness, she was like, okay, on to the next one.
0: Ugh. I could get down with that.
4: So <laughs> James was her fourth husband and a World War One vet whose lungs were destroyed in a gas attack oh. during the war. He was basically completely domineered by Lanetta, because of the fact that he was so debilitated. And in order to avoid her, all he ever did was drink coffee and soda at the local pool bar. Okay. And he played cards, played pool, sometimes but by himself. But he her. Yes. Okay. Um, so he was from a very, like, wealthy, well-to-do family. And so he kind of had this, like, he had his life pretty much, like, set out.
0: Uh Uh And
4: so he just picked a wife, she picked him, mostly, and that was (laughs) that. Uh, So she had a huge savior savior complex before Jim Jones was even born. Uh, She apparently said that she had a vision that uh, she had a vision about the Egyptian River of Death. Uh, Her own death on a cross, and then her mother telling her that it wasn't her time and that her destiny was to give birth to a great man, who was Jim Jones. She was very well known for being full of shit. Same. Um, (laughs) And she just loved to have everyone's attention. But even when she had people's attention, like, the people around town would try talking to her and she would, like, turn up her nose and pretend that she was better than them. Uh, Despite the fact that she believed that Jim Jones was supposed to be a great man, she completely ignored him, pretended he didn't exist, and she never put in the work for him to be a great man. Is that her son? Yes, Jim Jones. James Jones is the father. Yeah, James is the father. Jim.
1: What the fuck?
4: Is the cult, the future cult leader. Okay. Uh, so she ignored him for a lot of his childhood, and when he was born, she even dismissed him, calling him an ugly Eskimo. Oh. I don't know what the fuck that means.
1: She said, probably
4: needs
3: a pee-pee-poo-poo.
4: It's probably something super racist. Probably. Like,
3: yeah. But I that
4: was quote-unquote
3: <coughs> what she said.
4: Uh, so she her whole life wanted to be successful without putting in any work and
0: wrote on coattails
1: pretty much <laughs> the dream, her whole Honestly, <laughs> wait
0: no. That's how I would love to be. Same. I would sacrifice all my morals for that.
4: <laughs> I think if I married a James Thurman Jones I would absolutely, like, put in the work to the marriage just to stay wealthy. Right, for because sure. Because he was for already sure. wealthy.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, so going back to her completely ignoring Jim all the time, the boy, uh, if she wasn't home, which when she wasn't home, she was working at a glass factory, uh, Jim wasn't allowed inside the house oh. at all. <laughs> uh, so he spent his childhood just wandering around the town, figuring out whatever the fuck he can get up to. Okay. And while he was wandering around town, he was taken in by this old woman who was a Nazarene, which is a one of those super evangelical churches, like the, what are they called? They wear the long denim skirts.
0: Pentecostal.
4: Yeah. Yes, I always want to say pescetarian. (laughs) Those are the people that eat fish. (laughs) Uh, So she was taken in, or he was taken in by that old woman, and she pretty much took him to church after that every Sunday because she saw him as a quote-unquote soul to save. Um, And he actually enjoyed going to church,
0: I mean, that makes
4: sense. But not for the reason that your usual person enjoys going to church. Mm-hmm. He liked seeing the control that whoever was doing the sermon had over the um, the rest of the people.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, so he started going to her church and then he enjoyed it and quoted scripture back to her. And he started also going to other churches, which is also very against what Nazarene people mm-hmm. are against. But he started going the
0: church to is your family.
4: Yes, pretty much. Uh, he started going to other churches and started taking notes and became fully obsessed with other religions, solely on the fact that he liked the control that the priest or the reverend or the father had over mm-hmm. the people. So after that, um, before he even turned 10, he became obsessed with death and started taking neighborhood kids to a casket factory and instructed them to lay in the caskets and see what it would feel like to be dead. Damn. Y'all never so he done was, that?
3: Y'all never done that? <laughs> Y'all never done
4: that? <laughs> so he was not only obsessed with religion, he very quickly became obsessed with death. Weird. Uh, he would even look for animal corpses around the neighborhood and hold, like, full funeral services for the animals. Um, and he would make, like, all the neighborhood kids attend the funeral services. And he would even do this in the middle of school. Like, he would smuggle animal <laughs> no. carcasses oh. into school. And he would hold these funeral processions during recess.
0: too you fart? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
4: Uh, when the older kids started getting freaked out about all this, he, st- he stopped going to the casket factory with the older kids and started bringing, like, even younger kids. Oh,
1: okay.
0: So he was grooming.
1: Not grooming.
0: Well, they're going to die someday. <laughs> Not sexually <laughs> grooming. I didn't say sexual grooming. Um, there are other forms of grooming.
4: But that's, like, the big thing that's happening now
0: you know, pizza okay. like gates. <laughs> sexual grooming. He was grooming the children for their death. He was just he, he practicing. Was,
4: he liked having attention, and the younger kids liked having attention from older kids because it was, like, the cool thing. The, the hierarchy of whatever grooming.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Prepubescent children.
4: Yep. Kind of grooming. Okay,
0: like just it and <laughs> Move on.
4: <laughs> so anyways, he started taking all the younger kids... To the casket factories and his funeral processions. And this is one of the big things that he learned pretty much growing up the entire way is when you give attention to people that don't get attention, like you're going to succeed more.
0: Well,
1: yeah.
4: It's like the whole underdog. Because I'm starved.
1: Are you a cult leader? Pay
4: attention to me. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of the younger
0: kids. Yeah. I could never leave a (laughs) cult. Oh, no. Too much pressure.
4: And whenever any of the younger kids left him, they stopped going to his funeral processions or the casket factory. He would bully the shit out of them. Mm -hmm. Like, abusive bully them.
0: Yikes.
1: Not just just call him, like, a stinky poo-poo?
4: Uh, I don't think so. I think he... You're a dumb bitch if you leave this cult. (laughs) Yeah, I think he went...
0: Is that what you (laughs) want (laughs) to be?
4: So to make it all way worse, uh, as a kid, his first hero was... Don't. Hitler. Hitler. I knew it. It was Hitler. Uh, So he didn't believe in Hitler's ideologies more so in the quote-unquote, like, swagger that Hitler had over a crowd. The way that he could command a crowd and Hitler getting quieter, the crowd would get quieter, and Hitler would get, like, very loud and start, like, slamming into the podium. Like, the Hitler would—or the crowd would get hyped up for Hitler.
3: That's the only reason I've read Mein Kampf. Plays, have you really? No. Oh, oh God. You okay. <laughs> <laughs> can Jesus,
4: sell with right? you. You're too dry. <laughs> so it was all about the control that Hitler had on a crowd. Uh, he even went as far as creating his own little Nazi-type army um, and took a Who bunch of called? kids— To the woods. They're
1: called K-pop dance. Shit, (laughs) they
0: were called BTS.
4: Um, He took a bunch of kids to the wood, to the woods, and choreographed a K-pop dance, (laughs) and that's what you see on fan cams now. It was live footage of.
0: So that's what the Try guys just did. Yes, as Eugene became part of the cult. Yes. Okay, as long as we're all on the same page.
3: K-pop bad.
0: <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
4: so he would actually march them. He would have them goose step, which I guess is what that's called. Do, do you so need to go tr- ahead? You go need okay. <laughs> he would have them goose step, which is apparently what it's called when Nazis would.
1: Oof. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because they look like.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and whenever any of them fucked up or got out of line, he would take a branch to their shins. Uh, ouch, dude. Which is kind of an indicator How of old is he? What? This was... While he was... It was a little bit after he turned 10. Sure. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so he was still very young. Um, and... Uh, whenever... As he got a little bit older, I think it was maybe like Late middle school, high school age, uh, whenever one of his friends were hanging out with him he, and had to leave to do chores, he took any sort of people leaving him as a personal betrayal. So he shot in the direction of that friend with a twenty two handgun.
1: Where where did he get a gun?
4: The old woman. This was Crete, <laughs> Indiana, and like the... Th- Forties,
1: And he was 10? A little older over than Over 10.
4: 10. A little bit over 10, what yeah. This was before I'm he... He was like 13. I would say <laughs> maybe like 13, 14. I don't know. Where was I? Um, And around this time, he also used to stand on street corners and preach about racial equality in a time and place where This was, like, a very predominantly, like, white town. Mm -hmm. So for him to preach racial equality and all that stuff, he had more, like, colored people flocking to him. And this is one of those lessons that he took, (laughs) like, when you pay attention to the oppressed and the people that don't get paid attention to, like...
0: You'll be more successful and, yeah. Yeah.
4: So... Kind of jump forward to Jim Jones getting out of school and everything. He started working as an orderly at a hospital, which is where he met Marceline Baldwin. Uh, so she was tasked with taking a corpse to the Undertaker. They were working at a hospital. Uh, he was, She was tasked with taking a corpse to the Undertaker, mm-hmm. and he was the orderly that was accompanying her. Okay, I got you. So, they bonded over a corpse. That's where they got to know each other.
3: Trauma bonding. Yeah. For her, I maybe. mean, I
4: guess. She was in nursing school at the time, so I think it was more so, like, her just doing her job and him just kind of finding his way in wherever he could. Um <laughs> So uh, you know, they were talking for a while, and his family or her family and friends completely hated him, like all the time. He would get up and argue for no reason about random bullshit just to go off on them.
0: Um, or would he throw cheese at them? He he seems the type <laughs> to
4: throw cheese
0: throw cheese at his friends or they're just, you know... You know, just hey, yeah, out. Sure, yeah.
4: um, he seems the type <laughs> to, you know, if one of his friends were like, hey, I'm getting snacks for everyone. What do you all want? <laughs> he he would seems respond the type to, to be like, I don't want snacks. I just want to slap people with cheese.
3: For with no it? reason.
4: What's wrong with it? So, so much. So much. Anyway,
0: it on you. Fuck you in your cheese, place.
4: <laughs> so despite... Everyone in her life hating Jim Jones. In 1949, they went and got married. Oh, yes.
1: Big mistake. Oh. True love.
4: Shortly after they got married, though, Jim Jones started showing his true colors. And Marceline discovered that he wasn't actually a Christian like he said he was.
0: He was a faker.
4: And he was not just an atheist, but... One of those insufferable enlightened atheists, a Reddit atheist. Ah,
0: an Ian, an Ian. some might
4: say.
1: <laughs> Can I have one?
4: Yeah, oh, dude.
1: You fucked oh, God, up God. my headphone. Oh. Nobody touch it. Nobody That's touch it. I was asking for you to give me one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll get it.
3: Thank you.
0: you hey, <laughs> We're good. Thanks. Are you
4: good? Yeah. Ian, do you have anything? input so far
2: on Jim Jones yeah um I I mean I had heard a lot about the I think like one of the interesting things about him is the um I never quite heard the contradicting information on him not being like legitimately into equality like it seemed like a lot of the stuff that he did was genuinely in an attempt to get racial equality that did seem like that was a a staple of his stance and i think one of the things he was able to do was because he had such a big following up in i think it was like san francisco Mm -hmm. close area um that council members could come to him uh and kind of if if they did certain things for him like he could get them a lot of the votes that they needed, but I think one of his staples was always really about equality. So, you know, I, I've always kind of been under the impression if you took the animal and kind of child abuse and the whole mass suicide away, I actually seemed like an oh, alright yeah. guy. If,
3: uh, um,
4: if he hadn't, like, gotten all these people to kill themselves and everything, he could have done, like, super great things
0: you know, like for the, power God was head.
4: the nation. But I think it was um, a mixture of the savior complex that his own mother put in him Uh and the savior complex that he gave himself and the narcissism and everything that caused him to create a god god complex for himself and it led to this entire thing also all the amphetamines that he took, and he was just ah. so fucking high on drugs right. all oh, the yes entire the drugs. time. Ah,
1: that'll and do it. it that'll Enhanced
4: it. his paranoia. But um, on the note that you're talking about San Francisco, I will get to that in a second. Sorry. I'm gonna <laughs> um, spoil the story. Ian.
1: <laughs> Can I just say the first time I heard of the gym, whatever it's called, um, was on. <laughs> Uh, what Backyard is Backyardigans? No <laughs> <laughs> Yeah they right uh, <laughs> What is it called? Long Island Medium
3: <laughs> Really?
1: Uh huh She I guess talked to one of the People who died's daughters Anyway I cried okay. hard
4: Yeah <laughs> I uh, would too it's a very tragic story
1: Long Island Medium
4: <laughs> Check that <Yeah>. out <laughs> That's Teresa De <a> Yeah <laughs> Um, so very shortly after Marceline discovered that he wasn't the Christian that he said he was, she started considering divorce, but because of her being the Methodist and very like staunch Methodist that she was, her mo- her mother talked her out of it.
0: Can we just pause real quick? Yeah. Can you imagine being like, you don't... Love God as much as you love me, and that's a problem, and I need you to leave. What the fuck? Okay, so you say what the fuck,
4: but if this was actually the case, I feel like maybe Jonestown could have been prevented because Jim Jones had Marceline support through the entire thing because no matter how much he was abusive— She was like,
0: oh, but he used to love God. How
4: atheist he He was. Or he used to love me. It was more so about believing in his message of socialism and racial inequality that she kept believing in all the way until the end. So if she wasn't there to, like, back him up, be that woman behind the man. He probably would
0: have found somebody else.
4: It's possible. I feel like it would have happened either way. But I don't think it would have ended the way that it did.
0: Possibly. I mean, yeah. Possibly. I don't know. I still feel I like he would have so. found somebody else. Because at that also, time, there were that many crazy fucking people who were like—
4: That's true. Die
0: hard. <laughs> 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 who were like—
4: Because you know. around the 1950s, the whole revivalist thing started happening— And that's when you had your like quote unquote like snake oil churches Mm -hmm. where people were setting up camps and tents in the towns. Exactly, that's exactly it. Where they would lay the hands and cure blindness and whatever, all that shit. Which is what Jim Jones got into. He basically got into the whole like mega church game mm-hmm. where he would have his own plants in those tents. And um that's where he kind of started boosting his audience. Is people would start believing the bullshit that he spewed out. Like, he would—he cured someone of cancer, but the cancer cells that he got out was just a clump of chicken guts.
3: Okay.
4: And he told people, it's infectious, stay back, so that they Did wouldn't you know be that able it was to see— there? Did he know it he was chicken guns? It was one of his plans.
1: Okay. Oh, oh. so
0: his plants. <laughs> Dumb. I'm listening to the meant... whole last story and then.
1: Stupid, okay. I'm gonna be honest, I thought you meant like. green plants. <laughs> 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 listen, I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Your plant's sick. <laughs> There's no excuse. It's, it's full of chicken guts. So he would have
4: these people sit in on his sermons and pretend they thought. They got cured of cancer, okay. and they would be like, I'm passing the cancer, and they would run off to the bathroom and pretend they're, like, pooping. pee-pee, pooping out the <laughs> cancer. <laughs> and um, they would come back and pretend like they passed the cancer. Oh. And Jim Jones would be like, the cancer is infectious, stay back, so that nobody would see that it's chicken goods. So he would fully play all of these people, and they all just kind of started
3: believing the bullshit. Damn. Isn't that what Joel Allstein does? Yes.
2: <clears throat> Who's that other oh. guy?
4: The one that looks like legit Elizabeth.
2: Benny, Be- Benny Hinn. What's his name? Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn. He's the one that they have the uh let the, the bodies of the floor video to <laughs> 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 no, He's
3: been serious about it.
2: I no, but there it. was yeah, I, he I, had made that right. I've actually been i I went to Benny Hinn. Why? Uh I, I made a poor choice earlier in life, got married to a crazy person, super religious. Uh, so I mean, I, I think like when you're questioning like people that would love God more than like a uh, than a spouse, like that that's uh, that's like required in a lot of people that go to churches around where you guys are that's right now. That's fucking insane. Um, that but, but yeah, then we went to uh, like a Benny Hinn thing and it was like four hours and yeah, you're talking about laying hands on people in wheelchairs Mm -hmm. and they stand up and like just whipping his hand around and 15 people fall out like in the spirit uh so i mean that's very much still alive and well today and a lot Um, of people uh, believe in that who's
4: that one guy that was like completely bullshitting one of the reporters and he had to have his own private jet because in like Public airplanes. that was like demons or whatever. Joel Osteen. It wasn't Joel Osteen. He did the exact same thing. But it wasn't Joel Osteen. It was some other what the fuck? bullshit Hi.
2: mega church guy. Hey, Ian, do you know I'm what I'm talking about? Insert mega church guy's name, basically. What's that? Just insert any mega church. Guy's Pretty much. Name. I think it was like Richard some bullshit. Richard some bullshit.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Dick some bullshit. Uh, Kenneth Copeland. That's him. That's the guy. And also Richard Jesse Duplantis. Kenneth. Kenneth Copeland <sighs> looks like the villain from The Mask after he puts the mask on.
3: Ew. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He just looks like an old Jim Carrey. No. No. no don't you dare. <clears throat> so,
0: fast forward Anyways, to- <laughs> 15 minutes left.
4: People's Temple, uh, so that originated in Indianapolis, Indiana, in 1955, and like I said, his whole church was founded on a mixture of socialism and revivalism, uh, with more leanings towards the political ideology, which is where he got most of his following. Um, he had a lot of, uh, black people in the area that would come in and he would fix their problems and make it to where he actually cared about them. And that's why he gained those followers. Um, for example, there was one time where as the temple was fully formed, they went into a diner and um, I lost my train a lot. <laughs> They went into a diner and Jim Jones demanded that he serve his black followers the same way that he would or the same way that the diner would serve his white followers. And that was one of those things where he kind of made a big change in that area, like Ian was talking about. Um, And for some people, these progressive moves gained a lot of praise. And for other people, it was a lot of criticism. So in 1965, the People's Temple moved to Ukiah, and that's kind of what I think that's where his use of amphetamines started, because that's where his paranoia started. And the paranoia was about a nuclear attack, and that's also when he declared the Bible as false, and fake news. He (laughs) claimed he was God's true prophet. If that doesn't have any sort of relation to... Let me just say interesting.
0: Interesting.
1: Interesting.
4: So in the early 70s, they opened branches in Los Angeles and moved the headquarters from Indianapolis to San Francisco, which is what what Ian was talking about. Which Ian already spoiled for (laughs) us. Thanks, Ian. You're welcome. For the
0: foreshadowing.
4: So in... 19 Around 1975, Jones began his political involvement and got George Moscone elected as mayor of San Francisco in 1975, which is exactly what Ian was talking about. Uh, Moscone then appointed Jones as chairman of San Francisco's Housing Authority Commission. I don't know what that means.
0: Housing
3: Authority Commission? Blazer your Political, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's basically like the districting for like apartment buildings and suburbs and all of that. Okay. Like city
4: planning? Kind of, but not quite up. the same. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Ian, do you know? Fully? i would go with Blades
2: on that <laughs> one. It sounds about right. Context clue says <laughs> he's about right.
4: <laughs> so around that time... The People's Temple was not making a whole lot of money from donations because he completely uprooted people from Indiana. So they had nothing left. So, in order to make money up for the temple, he started selling. (gasps)
1: Nudes. (laughs) Mixtapes.
4: Do you want to take a guess? Feet (laughs) pics.
1: Do you want to
4: take a guess? No, <laughs> he started selling spider monkeys. Oh, door to oh. door. That's right for thirty dollars.
1: Okay, yeah, no, that I, makes sense. I would buy,
4: and I'll take three. <laughs> believe it or not, this is actually how he gained a few followers in the People's Temple. Uh, there was one lady who, before Jim Jones, had already owned a spider monkey.
0: <laughs>
4: oh. And the spider monkey happened to hang itself. (gasps) No. So she needed a replacement. And that's where Jim Jones came in. And then she bought the spider monkey from Jim Jones and believed in his message.
0: And it is shit like that that makes me believe that it would have happened either way. (laughs) It was meant to be. That's destiny.
3: (laughs) Yes, yeah, that's fair. That's what the
0: people call fate.
3: Jim Jones snuck into that lady's house, hung the monkey, and then a week (gasps) later tried to sell her a new one.
1: You have to make your own destiny.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like... From what I've heard about this lady, and just the fact that she became one of his followers, if I was a spider monkey, I'd probably so. <laughs> myself, too.
1: I don't have to be a spider monkey. anyway. She probably
4: made this monkey <laughs> take Bible study classes, forced evolution. I just now.
3: talked to it for way too long. Probably. Go
4: <laughs> on. So... <laughs> another, jump forward, another jump forward to now Guyana is in the picture. Uh, so during his entire time leading the People's Temple in San Francisco where the headquarters was and he had his Los Angeles branch, he was taking trips all over the world, all over the world, trying to find good socialist areas where his message could spread even more.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and that's where he, that's where he found Guyana. In 1974, he leased more than 3,800 acres of land.
0: <laughs> <Anchor to laughs> it,
4: Are you drunk? No, it's the headphone. He leased more than 3,800 acres acres of land <laughs> in the middle of the jungle. Uh, in 1977, a new story came out calling Jones a cruel and paranoid criminal, which was the final push to migrate all of the people's temple to Guyana. He still left some people in San Francisco and some people in L.A., but his new headquarters was Guyana. Got it. So everything from here on out moves really fucking fast like one year sorry
2: (laughs) ian was that porn what just popped up no it's um eight brilliant ways to use canned biscuits oh i mean
0: (laughs) shit fill us in sometime
4: okay so you're not like fully paying attention and you're
3: looking (laughs) at recipes
2: (laughs) for canned biscuits i still have some prep to do and uh i think i'm done now after that
3: Proud of you. So from
4: 1977 to the end of 1978 is where the massacre is going to take place. So from them moving to Guyana, it was only a year later.
0: Damn.
4: Okay. So in September of 1977, only like a month after they moved to Guyana, Jim Jones... I guess, quote unquote, hosted his first white night, which is what he called like an entire night of everybody in the compound staying up and vigilant because there was a threat of some sort of siege or something happening. (coughs) So the first white night was a six day siege. So it was six days of people take pretty much taking shifts.
0: Just being on the...
4: Keeping an eye out. Yeah. But it wasn't in the compound. He pretty much evacuated the entire 600 people at the time that were at the compound and were trekking through the jungle, which at the time was very, like, thick bush. The... Uh, uh,
0: God damn it. (laughs) Stupid.
4: Um... The amount of bugs and panthers and all that in the jungle were very high. So a lot of his followers How many during that six-day siege <clears throat> got injured. Uh, and there was one At least very one. elderly Thank you. lady who uh, broke her leg and was pretty much like dragged through the rest of the trek oh. and then dragged back to the compound, compound. And then because he was like, Hey, guys, false alarm. It's over. They what?
3: They put, they put her put it down. down. Yeah. Old Yeller still
0: hmm
3: Without the crying.
0: With not a single tear.
3: I'm sure she was crying.
0: Yeah, that's not important.
4: She did. Not anymore, I know. <laughs> uh, so there was one white night in May of 1978 where they actually brought up the idea of becoming, like, a suicide doomsday cult. Um, But before then, they've already been talking about some sort of, like, doomsday that was going to happen and all that stuff. And that night, they brought up the idea of, like, hey, guys, let's make our own doomsday.
0: Okay. um, Weird. Doomsday theme, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) That should be next week's theme is doomsday theme.
1: Can you imagine, like, high school spirit week? (laughs) (laughs) Doomsday. What are you going to wear?
4: So, jump forward to the last like Death. three four days of Jonestown a U.S. representative Leo Ryan went to Guyana on November 15th <laughs> to investigate the claims that people were holding that people were being held against their will at the compound because they had started a Kill or the for families me. of the people <laughs> that were at the compound, had started a um, a group. OnlyFans.
3: OnlyFans. An
4: OnlyFans, yeah. I forgot what the group was called, but...
3: OnlyFans. Like a cult rescue group, I don't know. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Group me. Sure. (laughs) It's a group me.
4: (laughs) Um, So, Jones held fake sermons where he preached peace and love. And he avoided any sort of corporal, pun- corporal punishment, like he usually did on his sermons, um, just as a show to the U.S. representative. Um, and in the middle of one of the sermons, one of the followers handed Leo Ryan a note that said, please help us get out of Jonestown. So one of the zealous members saw the passing of the note and completely narked out the member and Leo Ryan and the cameraman and everything. And Jones just kind of played it cool and was like, hey, if anyone wants to leave, like, they can leave. So all in all, they had 16 defectors that tried to leave with Leo Ryan because that was – he said if he found any sort of abuse or anything, like, he would take whoever wanted to leave – with him
0: okay gotcha
4: so three days later leo ryan was finally leaving Guyana with the 16 defectors and as he reached the airstrip there was a group of assassins Mm -hmm. in a truck that drove up on them killed leo ryan killed three reporters and one defector and several other people were wounded Uh, So with all of this happening, that's when Jones finally said uh, that they had to – that there was no hope and they had to commit revolutionary suicide so that the U.S. didn't come in, take all of them, and torture all of them. Uh, So he had even had people call the L.A. branches, the Indiana branches, and the San Francisco branches – And a lot of those people also committed suicide. So aside from the 912 members that were found at the compound that had committed suicide, there were several other people at each compound. Damn. That committed suicide.
0: Did he have like this Kool-Aid or sorry, Flavor-Aid? Flavor-Aid. My (laughs) bad. My bad. He had the Flavor-Aid ready to go.
4: So he had a group of scientists developing a—pretty much like a perfect mix of cyanide and flavorade to where the followers wouldn't taste the cyanide Got and you. it would be easier for all of them to commit suicide.
0: But he basically already had this, like, planned and ready to go, and then it yeah. just so happened when they tried to leave— The other people, Leo or whatever. Leo Ryan. Yeah, so then when they tried to leave, he was like, now's the time to do it because if word gets out or whatever.
4: Yeah, so for a while, he had his inner circle and they were all talking some sort of suicide. Um, And at one point in the inner circle, somebody had brought up uh, shooting each other. Every person shot somebody else. Another time, Jim Jones even created his own mock-up. Cyanide thing where he told he had plants in the inner circle meeting, and he told the rest of the meeting, like there's cyanide in the drinks, and he had his plants pretend like they were dying from it just to test his inner circle. Right. So okay. this was a plan for that. a long yeah. time. You're right. Um, and anyone on the final day that didn't want to drink the cyanide which included children he had his armed followers stick them with syringes mm-hmm. of cyanide
3: oh well, and on top of that they literally went from like house to house within the compound and anyone like hiding they also shot them mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like there's video tapes of or not videotapes audio tapes of them like breaking down the doors yeah.
4: so all in all At the end of it, only 85 people survived. And most of them survived only because they basically weren't there to get the memo that they were supposed to die that day. And a lot of other people at the other branches, like, stopped them because they didn't want them to kill themselves.
0: Right. Okay. Got you.
4: And that's the end.
3: That's That's it. it. Damn. Yikes. Yikes. This shit's rough.
1: Yeah. Watch the Long Island Medium episode. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> if you guys have ever heard the Jonestown massacre tapes,
1: yeah. it's fucking horrible.
4: It's one of them. It's the most haunting thing that I've mm-hmm. ever heard. Because you can hear the children screaming that they don't want it, you can hear children screaming that it hurts. It's just fucked up.
0: The whole time you were talking about this, like, like kept getting. Yeah backflashes
1: <laughs> 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 that's horrible what a way to end the episode <laughs> yeah, right. um,
3: everyone should join the cult of the universal egg <laughs> we're not like that at all the cosmic super egg cool. no absolutely not the cosmic cosmic egg, egg. Cosmic, yeah. egg. Was cosmic
0: egg we're starting yes. a cult the cosmic egg you don't gotta kill yourself yeah, no. yeah. we just simply kind of hang out just vibe and raise egg. some egg <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: so Beans a part of it
0: mm-hmm. it's true yeah <laughs> <laughs>
4: i didn't think he would agree <laughs> all
0: right well that's all the time we got that's this it.
3: week
1: wow thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Vacuous podcast episode 87 87 holy shit tweeted us um, what? <laughs> what? Just fucking happened. How did that make you feel? Did you get depressed? I did. <laughs> what's your favorite
3: cult
1: Yeah. What's your favorite cult
3: Better it be Cosmic egg enough. Yep. Carl's Cosmic Cosmic uh,
1: Tweeted us at Vacuous Pictures, so you can tweet us personally. Mine's at back, yes,
3: I'm at Vacuous Kathy. I'm at Vacuous Moose. I'm at White Underscore Blaze. And I'm good. You don't need okay.
1: <laughs> Nobody ever Just does us. anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.